This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Google took some big swings with the new Pixel 6. It designed its own chip, bet on an unusual camera bar and a two-tone look, and added a new camera. But are all these changes enough to get you to take a second look? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Here to help answer that question is CNET phone reviewer Patrick Holland, who spent the last several days with the Pixel 6. Welcome, Patrick. Hey, Roger, I got a beef right off the start. Usually you introduce me as fake fellow Lego enthusiast. You didn't today. What's the deal? I have a lot going on, Patrick. <laughs> I got to get through this really fast, man. People want to know your opinion about the Pixel 6. Right. I decided to dispense with the, the Lego pleasantries and just moved on to the Pixel 6, which I realized this conversation has now completely derailed. So thank you, Patrick. You are welcome for derailing your plans. Thank you. I tried to. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the Pixel 6 because you've had a couple of days with the phone. I know um, not a huge amount of time, but but enough for a good full review. And I'm curious what you think about it and whether or not it differed from your initial impressions when you saw the unveiling now that you've got your hands on it. Yeah, I've had it for about 11 days now, which is a really good amount of time for for review stuff. Usually we get stuff for maybe four to six days. So that, oh, yeah. So yeah. to have that's really great and uh, having time with that. My first impressions was very excited about the direction Google was going. Um, it was taking the Pixel and being more serious about it, not only with the phone, not only with the processor, which we'll talk about, uh, not only with the cameras, which is kind of the crown jewel of the phones, but also with all the support, offering more software support, um, having it available at all US carriers at launch. Um, so it just seems like Google is ready to sell a phone. And then as far as the review, it it not it lived up to uh, almost all of the hype. There's a couple small things it didn't, but this is the Google Pixel phone I've always wanted. Well, let's let's kind of dig into the different features and what's new about this phone. And I want to start with the Tensor chip, since Google made such a big deal about it during its presentation. And I, I know it, it it does a lot of different things. It you know makes the, the camera better, helps with speech recognition, all these other things, but could you feel the impact of that custom design chip? In short, yes. And in another way, um, it's curious because when we think about custom chips, I think a lot of people might think of like Apple and what they've been doing with their iPhone and iPad slash the Mac line. And so this isn't performance wise. It's not like a drastically different uh, performance output from this chip that you get from a Qualcomm Snapdragon 888. In fact, in my benchmark test, it's pretty much on average with that. But what you are getting are all these custom cores, and the custom cores enable Google to do things like um, artificial intelligence and machine learning on the phone locally. It also allows more security and privacy because everything's done locally on the phone and not going to the cloud. That being said, I think the place I noticed it most was um, uh, with the voice recognition stuff. Um, I was having a conversation with a Portuguese speaker and the translations were like this zip, like it was like instantaneous. And then uh, I, I don't know if you're a voice typer. I've, I, I get into it a little bit for review but voice typing with this thing is amazing because you don't have to be like, hello, Roger, exclamation point. How are you doing today? Question mark. It just does, 
it does the punctuation for you. It You can say clear and it knows to go back. If Roger is spelled R-A-U-G-E-R, no one spells it that way, but for example, it would learn that because you were in my contacts that way. Uh-huh. So it's really impressive. Wow. That, yeah, that is, uh, that's actually surprising. I just, I wasn't really sure. You know, when Google is a very wonky engineer focused company. So when they come out and they're like, hey, we've got a new chip. I was curious how the masses would actually embrace this because it is a technical thing. It's like people understand a better camera. They don't necessarily understand a chip that was custom designed from the standard Snapdragon 888, which powers most high-end phones. Like people aren't going to care about any of that stuff. And and I'm curious what you think, like if you think this is enough to kind of get people to take a look and not just tech-savvy people, but regular people to look at the Pixel 6. I think for most people, I think you'd be hard-pressed uh, for a normal, <laughs> normal, a non person who's really tied into tech to know what chip is in their phone, especially an Android phone. But I would say this, uh, Google initially told me they did this chip because they wanted to do stuff on the phone that they couldn't do with, they didn't name it, but obviously it's Qualcomm. And I also got to wonder if you look at the price, this phone starts at $599, which is just bonkers amazing for what you get. Then it's like, did that also mean like they're not paying like fees and licensing and all that other stuff that we we don't always get to talk about in a review. So I think there's that's kind of like the two sides of it. Uh, but at the end of the day, does it work or doesn't it? It works just as good as what you would get from a Qualcomm chip. Obviously, as we, we do more testing on that, there might be like, oh, this does it a little bit faster or or I mean, I played games. I the animations are so smooth on it. Um, something simple like opening a camera app or rotating your phone from vertical to horizontal, those are where we see those little lag animations, especially on Android. And I, I'm not getting that with um, Android 12 or the Tensor chip. They, they do seem like like peanut butter and jelly. They go to, they go great together, and they were designed clearly together. All right. And so we should talk about the camera, since that's usually what anyone cares about with the Pixel phone. That's, that's like you said, the crown jewel of the Pixel franchise. How is the Pixel 6's camera? Hold your pants, Roger. It was. It's really good. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, um, the I think there's the crown jewel of the camera is, um, well, it, or the of the phone is the camera. But the if you had to really dig deeper, it's the computational photography. And Google has always been pretty proud, uh, prideful about the fact that it's using pr- off the shelf camera hardware. Right? It's nothing, nothing too fancy. So this is the first really significant hardware upgrade we've seen in the cameras for a long time and you combine that with that already pretty fantastic computational photography and yeah i mean low light images are better night sight it's so much fun taking pictures at night um but just everyday photos look better uh there's um higher resolution better detail um less image noise that means less noise reduction so things look good images and details stay sharp and the the video stuff is, is better it's not Still not the best. The The phone's still like a better photo phone than a video phone. But the difference between photos and videos is the smallest it's been on this Pixel compared to other Pixels where there's a pretty big gulf between taking a photo of somebody and then filming the video of them. Got it. And, and as you noted, it's, it's a $600 phone. I'm curious how it stacks up in the universe of Android phones. And, and I know we, we, we should factor the price into that because that is more affordable than some of the other premium phones. But... W- where would you kind of like against the the top tier Huawei, Samsung, Xiaomi, OnePlus phones? Like where where does it stand? 
Um, at least in, for the phones available in the U.S., and I, I say this, I don't think I've ever said this about a phone in a review, but this is the best phone you can get for five ninety nine. Seriously, it is. I was even looking at like the off year iPhones, like how much those would cost. But like an iPhone twelve, you're still paying well over six hundred dollars, and you know, so that's it's just the what you get for that is just amazing to me. And I'm not sure how they exactly hit that price point, but I this is like this is the one you recommend. This is the phone that it's Android's baby. And um, like I said before, there's all these other aspects to it that Android is supporting in full, which is where we'd always see that kind of weirdness when Android or when Google launched a Pixel previously. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to your point about this being the best six hundred dollar best phone that six hundred dollars can buy, and I know, and I ask this question knowing that most people are committed to their platform of choice. But would you recommend this for iPhone users at all, or is this like is this enough competitive enough that like it's worth switching to a new platform? Oh man, that's like this is like the controversial. This is a, this is is a dangerous question. question, and I get that you're going to get a lot of hate mail with whatever answer no. you give no no but it's uh i'll be honest here i think the pixel has always kind of been the quote-unquote iphone of android in a way it's very user-friendly it has always had a, like a clean friendly design um i think the difference now though i'm gonna say two things i'm gonna say that yeah i think there are people who'd be very happy using um this phone and android 12 coming from ios but it's that lock-in, and that's really where we see it's that iMessage lock-in, and we see that a lot. I, I mean, even it's on social media, people joke about it, but some people, you know, they don't want to break those threads. They don't want to break that message history. They don't want to break it, even if it's like a really good phone like this. Yeah, and, and look, there's there's we've been talking a lot about the Pixel Six, and there's still the Pixel Six Pro which our colleague Andy Hoyle did the review of. But I'm curious how, how they stack up, knowing that the Pixel 6 Pro is $300 more, so a much bigger premium than normal. Um, how, how did the two kind of fare? Yeah, absolutely. So um, this might not sound surprising, but the Pixel 6 Pro is even better. And when I say even better, it's just more premium. So for example, the screen on the front of the Pixel 6 has a 90 hertz refresh rate and a full HD resolution. But then you get that extra bump in resolution on the Pixel 6 Pro, and it goes up to 120 hertz. But it has the same uh, screen that the 13 Pro, uh, the 13 Pro Max, and the Galaxy S21 Ultra has. Um, But then there's also little features, like the back has Gorilla Glass Victus on the 6 Pro, but the 6 regular has Gorilla Glass 6. So there's things like, I don't know if I could tell the difference without like scratching it or something. But then, there's a secret chip inside the Pixel 6 Pro. It has an ultra wideband chip, and as far as I can tell, no one's explained what that chip does yet, whereas the regular 6 doesn't. And last, the regular 6 uh, is supported uh, widely on sub-6 5G. The Pixel 6 Pro is supports both sub-6 5G and millimeter wave 5G. But being in the US, we have special carrier versions of the regular Pixel 6 that cost $100 more, that also support millimeter wave. So that's that would be the difference. But yeah, if you want to get the premium one, that's going to be the Pixel 6 Pro. But even as a premium phone, you're still paying $100 less than like a 13 Pro, which obviously is what it's meant to go against. Or you're paying less than a Galaxy S21 regular. 
And I had to I'd have to double check to see what that price has dropped to. But initially, that price was a thousand dollars when it launched. Right, and you know, you brought the the five G aspect, and obviously one of my favorite topics to talk about. But you know, our our colleague Eli Blumenthal sort of pointed out that it's it is a little confusing what 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 five G you actually get with what phone, and even what bands of five G you actually get with with these phones, right? Because they they weren't super clear, right? Yeah, I would say that there was some confusion. Some of that came from typos uh, on the website or support website versus what the Google Pixels website said versus what like the specs in the press release that they give us. So there's some of that, which is, hey, we can understand typos. Uh, but then the other aspect is, um, I would say, I would simplify this, this, this down to, if you're gonna buy a phone and you're on Verizon, um, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna, it's gonna work on Verizon. I tested the, um, I had both phones, even though I, my main phone was the Pixel 6 I tested. Uh, I tested all three phones on Verizon, uh, Google Fi and T-Mobile. They all worked on Verizon. I was able to use the ultra wide band here in San Francisco. But if I had that same phone in South Carolina, I know I would not be able to use that because it doesn't exist there. Um, but I would say if you're buying a phone from your carrier, you're gonna be fine, but if you're not sure, that's why there's tech help and tech support. But if you're buying an unlocked phone, and I think this was what Eli was getting at, which one do you get? I don't think you could even buy the 699 Pixel 6 unlocked. Um, I think they that's only through the carrier. So, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and I guess lastly, and I asked this about pretty much every product, but who is this phone for? Who should consider buying? Who should consider upgrading to the Pixel 6? I mean, this is like the, uh, I hate to say the word everyman, but it's it's that, it, this is the ubiquitous, like, this is that phone that's really that mid-tier phone that's um, available for everybody, someone who wants these cameras. And, um, oh, I should say, I cannot believe I totally left out the fact that the 6 Pro has an extra camera. It has a telephoto camera that the regular doesn't have. But uh, I, just like we see with the iPhone, just like we see with Galaxy phones, that wide and ultra wide combination works really well, especially for a phone that's $600. Um, but yeah, I think this will appeal to everyone from people who are heavy users for video and photography, but don't want to pay a big price to uh, maybe people who are just been sitting on their phone for three or four years and want to want to upgrade. What's interesting to me is Google supporting this phone with software and OS updates for five years. And I'm trying to, I mean, next to Apple, like, I don't think I know of another company that's done that, let alone trying to imagine what this phone would be like in 2026 has uh, been kind of like an exercise of like, what's the world going to be like? Then would I still have a Google Pixel 6 then? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I try not to, given what's been going on, I've tried not to project out that far. Who knows what will happen in five years. But that is, that is that, knowing that you will still have your phone getting software or security updates, that's, that's definitely clutch. Well, Patrick, thank you for your time. You can check out his review on CNET.com if you have any questions. Hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.